Welcome to Tarpod, the podcast for everything talent acquisition and recruitment. We're informative, controversial, and a little bit crazy. Now, please join your hosts and industry leaders, Lauren Sharp and Craig Watson. Hi, Tarpodders, and welcome back. Tarpodders, you like that? It's a new one, right? Last week, we were halfway through a great discussion with Andy Grimmett, our good mate, in relation to social media reporting and how that can impact. It's a real interesting debate. What's personal? What is public? It's amazing. Let's just get straight back into it. And um, Lauren? It's a, a very sticky situation, I think, when you get into it, when people's yeah. profiles. And what's, what's, per- yeah. and what's personal? What's public? Is yeah. my life my work life and my home life where do i draw that line it's, it's the work me versus social me and i think you know you, you're going into that i mean i, I gave an example um when i at the rl Mel, melbourne i use a different one when i was in sydney but around a candidate we were we were reviewing around about to offer and i found something about that candidate on social media this was a marketing role and i was looking for content but i've stumbled across an article and i remember you know reading it and i didn't bring it up and then a hiring leader found the same same article and then sort of dragged me into a room and we had a discussion about about it and it it was i felt like i was going into someone's you know personal life as a court case it yeah. was a, around a death yeah. and a death of a, um you know a close relative to the candidate and you know I, my it, for me it didn't have anything to do around the role uh, and the suitability of that candidate but i yeah, the, the hiring leader seemed to want to bring it up and have a chat and ask me if I saw it. And I said, yeah. I was unaware that he was doing, or that the hiring leader was actually right. doing um, any kind of social media check. But I think they all do. I mean, yeah. think, it's the Google search. Yeah. yeah, we look. I think we're a little bit naive to think, think that, someone does that yeah. you know, hiring managers, if you're you know, doing talent acquisition, the hiring manager will look, if you present mm. a candidate, um, what access do they have? They can look at LinkedIn and make sure that that stacks up. Yeah. The next thing they're going to do is go Facebook, Insta, Twitter. They're going to do that. Yeah. I'm not saying all of the time, but more and more and more. Well, they're already doing it. And it's, the hardest thing about this is I think it's great to have regulation and, and control and um, a report that you can justify if you know if anything goes wrong, etc. if there's anyone that sort of makes a claim against you. But the other thing is hiring leaders these days, you know, in terms of their involvement, they've got talent acquisition team finding them candidates, going, you know, probably supporting through the interview process, you know, you know, psychometric, all this testing. One part they can actually do and they can do effectively at the end, make it, they've got to make a decision and make a decision that candidate's right for them. Yeah. You are not going to, even if you have this check in place, you are not going to be able to, I, can't, I don't think, um, hiring leader going home on their own laptop or their own phone, logging into someone's you know Facebook, Instagram, Twitter account if it's public available, reviewing if they've done any articles, and still forming their own judgment. Yeah. So yeah. this is the thing you're not going to you can't stop the behaviours, but they're they're also they're investing time in trying to hire someone. So you kind of that's their part of the process. Yeah. So what's the answer here? I guess is there one? Is there I, an answer, or is it like a, a moving feast? And we. I think it's a moving feast. I think I think we're going to be reviewing a few other continents. Um, mm. I'm trying to get around what they're doing. There was but, something I wanted to ask you. Yeah. Is this very led from the US? Because I I know in, here in Australia you talk to everyone as we've said. Everyone does their own little bit of a Google yeah. search, but it, it's not that big of an influence no. where our markets aren't as competitive as cutthroat as mm. they are there. Look, um, in terms of. The product does exist here, um, so it's or it's already there. But in terms of US and some pockets of other continents, it's a little bit more. US, when we look at their screening of candidates, their their risk profiles are, are, are far greater. And when I say that, they they would actually screen candidates on on a lot more products, you know, background screening than us. As New Zealand, New Zealand is. Um, 
average checks per candidate is a lot higher. So it is, you know, but again, we've got to follow suit in terms of these hard to find, you know, hard to find candidates, making sure we're getting the right, I suppose, the right DNA into our organisations. Mm. It's, it's, but again, it's, it's coming back to organisational values, it comes back to glo- global risk and local risk policies, because you remember what your, what, your risk pol- what your risk policy is um, in Australia and New Zealand is going to be very different from the US as well and, you know, European. So I think, you know, organisations are going to be looking at this going, OK, well, I can see pockets of my job families being, you know, this having a great effect and then they're going to say, well, maybe it doesn't really apply to these job families. Not only, not only across continents, but even in the room last week, particularly in Sydney, there were very, very senior talent acquisition leaders um, who had a view, no, we should not do it at all. Yeah. Uh, and another one there, yes, we should be doing it and relying on it as part of the process. And then there was every single part in between in the room. And it's, yeah. it's one of those topics that it's not black and white. Well, this is the thing, you look at how no. much research and how much, you know, I, to do that presentation and get I'd actually review conversations and I'm still sitting on the fence and going, well, I can, you know, I can see it in some areas, I can see it in others. The, I, the other thing, you know, this whole locking of your profiles, I think, we look at the new generation, it's Snapchat, it's quick yeah. uh, information, it's, it's not on, it just disappears. Mm. Um, and with the, uh, the Facebook's uh, data breach sharing information, what, five billion fine, I think you see more and more people, you know, that, that on a decline. And I'm not, mm. not a genie, I'm not going to rub my lap, but I think a lot more people will probably look at Facebook going, well, why, why am I on there? Because there was a reason why I was on these platforms anyway. It was to share, to share, um, to keep in touch with family, friends from back home, yeah. apart from LinkedIn. LinkedIn was my professional profile. Sure. Um, Instagram, Instagram actually was through work, but something like Facebook was just so I could keep a connection. I mean, it was a platform, communication platform. Mm, I think it I was, was never say. a checking platform. Yeah. You know, it was never to do with, oh, check me out as an individual, no. apart from LinkedIn. Yeah, I, exactly. You know, Facebook was more about communicating with my friends, what are we doing yeah. this weekend, all right, quick chats and things like that. LinkedIn was always professional yeah. and keeping them very, very separate. And that was the way it was going to be. I, I sort of can see where this would be very handy, as you said, with exec level, yeah. uh, the face of a company. You want to make sure they're representing those company values. Mm. But on a mass scale of employment, if you're a large company, would you get any value out of it if you're employing, I don't know, a mass amount of people for say a call centre or something like that. Is this a necessary check, do you think? And also the, I mean, look, I'm working on the other side, vendor side, but it's also cost per hire. Mm -hmm. Where do you put it in? Do you suddenly put it into your um, your shortlisting phase? Well, if you've got four people, you know, if you've got four people sitting on short shortlist, and for example, the check is fifty bucks. That's two hundred bucks into your cost cost behind. Yeah, yeah. But so it's the sort of test that you'd want to do really at the start of a process. So there's a hundred candidates. And yeah. It becomes you know. Quite well, there are, just a quick yeah. one on that. There are some ATS. So I've I've reviewed a fair bit of technology. There's some ATSs ATSs out there that actually part of their so part of the application process brings in. The public profiles of LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram mm. into the account. So when a candidate's sitting there um, in your application process, yeah. because it's publicly available, it's actually got their other accounts sitting in there. And a, a talent acquisition manager showed it to me. And also, because so, I was talking about social media, this is actually up in Sydney a couple of months ago, and I was talking about social media, and you know, we're talking about this check that we're, we're looking at. He goes, oh, "Have a look at, have a look at this," and just showed me an application in his ATS, and I was like. I've seen that before, but that's pretty. So they're already already got it there, available somewhere. Yeah, it's it's already loading Mm. 
our mind does that. Yeah. Wow, it's amazing, isn't it? So it's, I mean, it's that very much that big brother piece, isn't it? And where is that line between work and private life? Yeah, yeah it's, absolutely. I mean, you think half those, I mean, half the leaders probably in the RL function, and I, I do laugh. Yeah, we, we talked 20 years ago, and, you know, we, we talk about recruitment's always being, you know, quite social, networking. Yeah, yeah, and you yeah. think, mm. oh, you know, if we did it, we, if, if we got, what, rewind 20, 20 years ago, what some of us used to get up to. Uh, <laughs> oh, you know, no, you know but, but it sort of shows you as well the maturity of people change. And I mentioned this earlier, but we've got to appreciate that people in certain stages of their life are going to be different. Mm. And, they, and what we're trying to do, we... Yeah, this is why I'm sitting on the couch. So, I'm yeah. so different from yeah the, the younger me. Yeah. the younger me. If social media was around and that sort oh, of part, I'd you know I'd, I'd probably struggle to find myself a job these days. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to ask you one day. What you're going to. <laughs> but this is but it talks about there's also the emotional piece. So there's an emotional piece in this, and where you people sometimes look to you know for remarks etc from social media so something happens they want to post it how they're feeling etc yeah. and i probably relate to this myself so my sister passed away um year and a half two years ago and um it was a quite emotional time at one point i thought oh, do i just put something on facebook etc and i thought it, i thought and I, th I thought about it mm. and i thought no do you know what it's my personal feelings not all um not all, not all people are actually going to do that some people will mm. post that and so for example if they made a remark for ex around a hospital or just felt really negative really down yeah that would reflect and if you jump into someone's profile or someone's social presence someone's social mm. footprint at that period of time you've got the wrong Reflection yeah, no, oh, absolutely. That's pure raw emotion about a family member or something mm. like that. You can't make a judgment yeah. on that. But this is, um, I refrain myself from putting I just thought, you know what, this is something I'm going to deal with myself. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I can't, I can see other people just jumping on there and they just want to, you want to let it out, you want to let it rip. And so some of us have used social media as a form mm. of a voice out there. Yeah. Or, it's, it's just fascinating the, the amount of information that talent acquisition professionals have at their fingertips if they want it. Yeah. And it's a matter of ethically and even, I guess, intrinsically, does it matter to the job they're doing? Do we use that information? Yeah. And um, most people who, you know, people who are listening, they'll all have an opinion somewhere along the line. But it's, it's, I don't think too many people will agree exactly on, you know, you say you sit on the fence. My opinion is, I reckon just bring them in. I love it. I love the idea of it because yeah. so long as it's there's controls around around what's in there. Because you, from my perspective, you're taking away that unconscious bias by allowing a um, piece of technology mm. to do that check. And I know that there is still you know you have x number of red flags, and then in the report they would be listed of what they are. So you're still applying a human condition to mm. assess them, but. I think use as much information as you can. That, that's yeah. my opinion. Okay. And I think you, you, do you go the other way or not? Or I'm on the fence. Yeah. I can see the benefit, as you, we said earlier, in exec roles, someone who's the face of company representing a set of values. As for the everyday person, I, I've posted some things on Facebook that are a joke. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and silly things and, and things like that. Am I going to be judged on that? Yeah. And people who know me, who know my sense of humour, and my level of sarcasm, yeah, yeah. they're, they're going to get but, that. But, yeah, but what this, I suppose, when we talk about judgment, this, this isn't a judgment, this is a review, this is to collate, mm. collect in, over a sort of period of time and go into those sort of those algorithms and then to, against the criteria. At the moment, you are being judged if you mm. go for a job on what you're posting because someone's probably, 
but the organisation at some point is looking at your social media uh, footprint mm. and saying, hey, you know, well, so you can't, they're not forming a judgment. That's why you work for yourself and I work for myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can't get a job, I'd, not take us. I'd tell you what, if someone's CV check starts looking at my uh, old pictures, I've, I've already been working <laughs> for myself as well. Well, that's it. You're, you said you posted a lot of beer things, but you're in a beer appreciation society, oh. so that's a different story. You're not a raging alcoholic. Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't drink beer anymore. I drink wine. <laughs> much more, see, much more classy. Yeah. I don't drink at all. But yeah, the other thing we need to think about the thought leaders out there: um, Elon Musk, um, Mark from Facebook. Not that I know him personally, <laughs> but they're, they're con- controversial. Donald Trump, um, oh, God. Boris. Uh, the new PM of they're they're full of controversy. And yeah. it's, it's you know it's almost like the thought leaders out there want us to you know have a reaction of um, or get candidates and get people young people to start putting a little bit more controversial things out there and get noticed. So I think that's probably something to to realise as well. We might actually not get the thought patterns of candidates out there when we're looking at profiles. Mm. We're actually getting someone else's thoughts. They're just yeah. trying to get attention. Well, particularly I think the form of Twitter. Yeah. That really encourages. The people still using that. Yeah, oh well, it's not my but it really the encourages whole people. The being run by Twitter at the moment. Yeah, Didn't yeah, you know that? Yeah. <laughs> so, but it encourages controversy. So there's something out there, and people just tweet, 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 yeah. tweet on it. So it's you know, and and you, know, you mentioned Trump. Trump is an avid user of Twitter to 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 be controversial. Well, yeah, as I said he's running the country from it. Yeah, exactly. So, mm. well, McDonald's talk about McDonald's and because um, we talk about people's footprint. And we've got um, internal, external, comms division that obviously makes your footprint. But a few years ago, McDonald's put the post about Trump um, saying that Barack Obama, they would see, yeah, want him getting back in power. Within 20 minutes of that um, that post, they took it down. Mm. So you know, yeah. you know, I think organisations, you know, it's about getting the right right mechanisms for well, organisations. Well, social, all forms of social are so instantaneous. You know, mm. in the old days. To, to give an opinion on something, mm. you had to write a letter. Yeah. An opportunity to write it, read it, throw it out, Think then about still it. had to walk to the post office to post it. You had yeah. so many opportunities to just curb your, yeah, your whatever was going on inside you. Mm. Whereas social media is so instantaneous, you know, it's even more instantaneous than, than email. It's, it's a matter of tweeting, it's through the bank. Mm. You know, and usually when you re- just press return, it's sent to the to wherever you're going. So it's a, a trap. Yeah, probably. Oh, I think it's. I think everyone's trapped at the moment. I think more and more people are going to block their profiles. I think more and more people are going to tidy up. Are you really going to get the the, the same candidate um, five years ago than you are are today in mm-hmm. terms of with the imprint, the social imprint they have? That's true. Very so, true. So I guess I mean this is a fascinating topic. Yeah, we could go on and on. We could and on. go on and on, and we've, we have been talking a lot about it, and we really have not come to any form of agreement on how it would look properly. And and it's really fantastic that you're. Your company, CBHX, doing research into this in our market um, to see how it would fit in. Yeah, I think we're all glued to this one. We all want to see how this is going to go. Yeah, even me. And I work for the. You know, <laughs> we, 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 we want to make sure we get the right product out there. Yeah, it? so well, it, it's, it's gonna. She's gonna add value to organisations, and rather than just put any old, you know, any old product out here, buy this, and we want to make sure it's right and have as much influence that product we can. So, yeah. 
Well, thanks for joining us today. My it's pleasure. Been, it's been Craig. fabulous, and oh, it has. you know, I reckon we'll get you back too sometime. We're gonna we're gonna get everyone back. We, we're talking about trying to get forty five microphones and getting everyone in <laughs> yeah. one time. And well, maybe we, maybe we do that at Rexfest. Well, yeah, Rexfest, we, we are going to have a roving podcast. Yeah. So, so how much? By the way, how much should we get for this? Uh, you like wine, isn't it? Yeah. I've got, we've got half a bottle in the bar oh, fridge. Thanks, right? which, is, which is six months oh, old. Yeah. A warm Asahi down there. Yeah, yeah there is. <laughs> yeah. But thanks for joining us. And yeah, thank pleasure. you, Andy. It was great to have you here yeah. again. Well, for the first time. Again. <laughs> great to have you here. Great to see you again about you this too. topic again. But yeah, it certainly has created a lot of conversation amongst the RL100 group. Yeah, no, good. It's good. Yeah, and if you have a look, we, you know, we'd love to hear from people who are listening on their thoughts on this and come back to us at it somehow, either LinkedIn or Facebook or Twitter, and we'll, we'll hold it forever and use it against you in the future. <laughs> <laughs> no, we won't. Um, but thanks for joining us, and we look forward to seeing you again next time on Tarpod. And don't forget, subscribe to Tarpod for everything talent acquisition and recruitment in the Australian market. We'll see you soon. Thanks, Bye. everyone. Thanks for listening to Tarpod. Please don't forget to subscribe and look out for upcoming podcasts.